And we are back. Whoa. Okay. Little brother Steve. And big brother Mike. And we are just being brothers. That's what we're doing. All right. Glad to have you out there listening again to us today. So today, I want to talk about some history of America that has a little or a lot to do that influences the the way America is dealing today. So I'm going to go way back, way back. I'm going to take you way, way back to um, 1641. Dang. Yeah, 1640. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. back, man. Go 1621. Uh-huh. I'm going to make it a little further back. 1621. So most people may not know that in 1621, there was no slavery in the United States. Okay. And there weren't any black people here in 1621. Because there was no United States. Because there was no United States. Okay. The United States was owned by uh, by England and had British colonies, and they were in the very, very beginning. However, in 1621, a ship landed uh, in Virginia— uh, and at Jamestown. Okay. But further study, actually, it didn't land in Jamestown. It landed in a place called Port Comfort, which is in New Hampton. It's now called New Monroe. Okay. And it landed there in 1619. 1619. Yeah. yeah and, 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 and the only reason they stopped here in Port Comfort was because they were out of food and water. Good reason. Stop. Yeah, they were out of food and water. They'd been out at sea for a long time. They had no food and water. Okay. And they had they had picked up some uh, Africans, only 20. They were headed down to the Caribbeans to trade them off for probably bootleg whiskey or something. Uh, and they stopped in Virginia, a.k.a. Port Comfort, which is about 40 miles from Virginia. And they needed some food and water. And off stepped a not, boat. Not 40 miles from Virginia. Port Comfort. It's 40 miles from, from Virginia. From Hampton. Okay. From okay. Yeah, from Jamestown. Okay. okay. Hampton. It's in Hampton. All right. So, for, so Port Comfort, now called Fort Monroe in Hampton. Which is in Virginia. There you go. There we go, folks. So. Look it up. So off stepped a boat called a guy named Anthony and Isabella. No last names because people didn't go by surnames back then. These were by first names. All right. Mm. Some black guy named Anthony. And his girlfriend named Isabella, and they stepped off the boat, and they lived there. Uh, they were indentured servants. They weren't slaves. They were indentured servants. They were being hired, brought there to be indentured servants. And if you don't know what that is, that's a person who works for another person for a certain period of time, and then they are set free. Correct. And they get to go do their thing, all right? Exactly. Because they didn't have any money, for example, to, to make the voyage, so they'll mm-hmm. work that expense off by working for them around the area. So they were indentured surgeons. And what makes them so famous is they had the first black baby born in the Americas. All right? The very first one. I'm amazed people kept track of that. I really am. Yeah. And there is very little bit of documentation, but the reason there is documentation because not only was he born here, he was baptized in a Christian church. All right. Well, that makes everything good. And so they do have documentation. All right. And his name was William. Great name. All right. And very little is known after that. They kind of uh, just kind of faded out, you know, and they were gone. 
Okay. Well, you know, we, we, we were anything could have happened. Yeah, anything could have happened. You know, death, you know, we went, there was probably no ceremonies, probably no, yeah, that was the way it was. That's a long time ago. That's before a long time ago. I was even born. Okay, but that's yeah. a little history for you there. What yeah. else? What else? What else? What else? So then there's a guy named uh, Anthony Johnson. Okay, but that's a black name. Anthony Johnson. His name originally was Antonio. Oh. And he was brought to America in 1640. Uh, and he was also an indigenous servant okay. on a ship. Uh, these, remember, these were not slaves. These guys were uh, where were they? Here. Where were they coming from? Angola in Africa. French. French and colony. Okay. French colony, yeah, okay. yeah. Actually, he was born here. He came here in 1621. Okay. All right. Uh, and he was called Antonio. He was an African captive, but he was there uh, as an indentured service. So he worked uh, on his farm. And this is an interesting story. Uh, and um, he did his time as an indentured servant. And when his time was up, his owner gave him 250 acres of land to farm. And this is the critical point. Four white men and a black man to work his farm. Wow. So they were given to him. As thus, they must have been property of the man that owned him. Right. Well, the All man right? that didn't own him, that hired him. That hired him. So they indentured him or whatever. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And so Anthony goes on and he's got these people working for him. But one of the, the, the black man, uh, his name was John Castor felt that he had served his time working for the previous owner and his time was up and he did not feel that he needed to work for Anthony Johnson. There was some animosity between the two of them and then when Anthony got the property and John Castor didn't get in, he said, well, I'm not staying. Oh, so wait, so John, I missed the property part, some property. So he, yeah, so Anthony- 200 and something, he didn't get nothing. And, no, he was he came with he was like the he was like the land. He came the owners gave Anthony Johnson two hundred and fifty acres of land and four people to work the land, four white guys and one black guy. Oh, okay. And the black guy was like, Hey, I didn't get nothing, so I'm out. Well, I don't know if he didn't say he didn't get out. He just felt that, hey, I did my time just like Anthony did, so I get to go too. Correct. All right, and he ran. All right. Okay. And as a matter of fact, a neighbor of Anthony Johnson said, Well, if that's the case, come work for me. And so he did, because he really didn't like Anthony. I don't know why he didn't like Anthony, but he really didn't like Anthony. So he went to work for the guy next door, we'll call it. All right. All right. And the guy next door was his idea. He said, come work for me. I'll give you the same deal, you know, free. Got some land. Work for my land. You're free to go. Okay. And so uh, Anthony Johnson was a little upset behind that. And so he sued the man next door for the return of John Castor. Right, because he felt yeah. John Castor was his property. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And they went to court. They went to court, and he lost. Okay. He had lost. And so John Castor was free. All right, he was working for Mr. Parker next door. And then Anthony Johnson appealed That's and right. won. Oh. And so now Mr. Parker, who John Castor works for, uh, has to pay the court fees, and he has to return Castor to Anthony Johnson. Penalty for this was lifetime servitude, a.k.a. 
slavery. Penalty for John Lancaster for booking. Right. Taking off. Right. You know, we would, and Steve and I will tell you, we like to look at things and not have the typical African American knee jerk response. It's racism. This really shows how race is such a social construct because race didn't really come into this. Right. Race didn't come into this. Race didn't really right. read something head to well into the You have not century. heard me say anything about race. Absolutely. Go ahead. I'm, I just want to put that in. Yeah, yeah. So it's not about race, okay? But what makes this kind of important is because this was the defining moment, if you think about it, when the law says it's okay to keep a person enslaved for life, a.k.a. You can sl- you can keep you can have slaves, you can have slaves because if not, if you get some and they run away, you take it to court and say, "Up oh, penalty, you come back here for life." Well, let's go back with the white dude dudes that were the white by- dudes. Yes, one from uh, one from Scots, one Scottish, one Dutch. Dutch, okay. All right, and I got a footnote for that. They only got four more years added on to their servitude original time, whereas John Castor got lifetime. Uh, penalty and had to work for Anthony Johnson for the rest of his life. So maybe there was some prejudice in there. Well, there was some dislike, and he just died. Or some dislike. But on that good eyes, there's a key word of prejudice. So this was the first time that the courts ever made that decision kind of based on race. They didn't say race. Okay. But inferred that because he was black, he would get more time over the two white guys who did the same thing. Yeah. Yes, so— even though back then race was less important than class. Yeah. Okay, so you if you were black and uh, an African trader with money, T-R-A-D-E-R, with money, you were above the uh, certain level of white people. That's changed, of course. But, okay, great. Two great ones. What else you got going on that people need to know about? Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, uh, so prior to this happening— All right. There was a guy named John Punch. Now, okay. John Punch was another guy, indentured servant. All right. Came in. Well, let me back up. Let so me back you, up. And I want prior to this, you mean now we're talking before 16, John Anthony, before Anthony Johnson. That's sixteen shoot, 20s, probably sixteen twenties or something. Like sixteen twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Remember, everybody was free. There was no slavery there back then. No just, slavery, in, right. just indentured servants and people who worked. That's you know. exactly right. Yeah, slavery was not an issue. But before I go there, I just want to say, so since that, so when that happened to John Castor right. and the law said that you now have to go back and work the rest of your life, a.k.a. be a slave for Anthony Johnson, there are people today, this is going to knock your socks, this is going to knock your socks down. There are people today, right-wingers, who are saying that Anthony Johnson is the originator of slavery. Oh, please. Oh, yeah. Yes, they've gone as far as to go into uh, Anthony Johnson's Wikipedia page, which we know anybody can go in and change. And now Anthony Johnson, who we know arrived here on the boat in 1601 as an indentured servant, a.k.a. slave, is he's not listed in the book as that. He's listed as, ready for this? Probably not. Colonist. Yeah. Uh, did Ben Carson write that? <laughs> Remember when Ben Carson said yeah. that the slaves were immigrants? He was a colonist. 
But we yeah. know that he worked and was an indentured servant for years for a guy, and he had to, you know, get out. And but I'm I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go here. Okay. Okay. But the fact that he owned two hundred and fifty some acres of land, he was given it to him. It was given to okay, him. Okay. So last known job, landowner. Well, also known as the first black property owner in America. Yeah. First black property owner in America, Anthony Johnson. Yeah. Well, somebody had to be. So it's him. But the way things were, and I would say, okay, so maybe he was, though I doubt it, because slavery had been around for years, okay? The difference in America. But not in the 1600s. So 17th century, there was no slavery. Not the way as we know, but people have been being enslaved by conquerors and, and victors for countries. years. Yeah, in other countries. But, but it, okay, but here, yeah, because we didn't have right. We didn't have that. Okay. Right. So I guess I could see that, you know, the usual, you know, we're better at them than everything, I guess, even even having slaves. What what Anthony Johnson was not a part of was the slave trade. Right. Okay. Anthony didn't go, hey, while you're over there in Angola, hook me up another six or seven, would you? Right, right, okay. right. Okay. No. All right. So, yeah, you want to dump, you want to try to rewrite history, which people are trying to do. Uh, yeah, maybe he was a part of something that was already existing. What he didn't do is grow it, okay, and be a part of an international. I don't know where these other people came from. But I'm sure that he that he didn't go down and have him shipped to him from Mississippi, Alabama, no, no. New Orleans. Right. Okay. So this is Anthony Johnson. If you want more data, we're going to tell you to do what we always say. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Look it up. And you'll find even more detailed information than I'm going to have to. But I thought this was something that would be interesting to people who might be history buffs or mm-hmm. uh, people who are interested in the beginning of America, 17th century America, and how that was going down. Here's another interesting fact. Amazing. That people in the sixteenth in the sixteen hundreds seventeenth century right did not refer to each other with a skin color. No, they were referred to either as Englishman, African, correct, Dutchman, correct, Christ, uh, Christians. The skin color really didn't matter. Until, oh, late 1600s, early 1700s, when the slave trade picked up. And now, because he's this color versus this color, we have this right over that color. That's correct. Yeah, so interesting. Class was more important. Class was more important. Than skin color. Than skin color. Skin color is concocted to say these people are this color. Thus, the Bible says. Yes. That, that we should control them, and and people bought into that. Yeah. So John Punch. Yes. So in 1630. Okay. John Punch was here, working as an indentured slaver. Mm-hmm. Thought felt his time was up. Attempted to escape to Maryland. All right. Caught by the Virginia Governor's Council, and he was sentenced to serve as a slave for the remainder of his life. How old was he? Um, he was kind of young, I think. I want to say he was rather under, young. Under 50? Yeah, I think wow, so. Wow, it's a long time. Even back then. So for this reason, some people consider John Punch as being the first slave. Anthony Johnson went to court and won his slave back, and his penalty for uh, for that was uh, lifetime servitude as a indigenous servant, a.k.a. slave. 
John Punch actually did run away, got caught and came back, and they gave him uh, life servitude, a.k.a. slavery. So John Punch actually was before Anthony Brown and John Castor. These oh, guys, these guys running away. Yeah, these guys are the original people who were the first to be enslaved in our country. John Castro and John, I mean, excuse me, John Punch and John Castor. John Castor. Where did they come, if you have this data, where did they each of them come here from? So they both came from uh, Angola. Angola. So they must have been got, they must have been taken from there by the French or somebody, traded by the French to the Dutch or somebody to bring them here. Yeah. Then they get here, they're indentured, okay, and they're cool as long as they're indentured. They become a, one becomes a landowner, probably a rich man, rich enough to sue in court and then win an appeal, but still there is no slave trade. He's not selling. No. Okay, he's got John Castor working for him, but I don't think your history said he's it all. He's not buying. He's not buying. He just, uh, yeah, he's not breeding. He's know, not having John Castor have a He was just kind of inherited into yes. them as another word for it, but he can't think what it is, but he just kind of like came with the property. Yeah, he almost grandfathered in. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he, he was kind of grandfathered, grandfathered in with the property. Grandfathered in with the property. Him and four white guys, yeah. And four other guys. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this, this is such amazing. We, were in so, we as African-American people are in so much history. So, so now, this nation. Now, this is really, you think your socks got knocked down now. This is really going to knock your socks down. Okay. All right. So in 2012, we really fast forward now 400 years. Ancestry.com mm-hmm. published a paper suggesting that John Punch, Punch was the 12th generation grandfather of who? President Barack Obama on his mother's side. I know, I know that's a lot to listen. I'm going to say it again a little bit slower. John Punch, who we consider the first slave in America, was the 12th great-grandfather of President Barack Obama on his mother's side. That's, that's entirely possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely impossible. Entirely. Oh, definitely. First of all, we don't know if John Punch was 100% African to start with. We do not know that. Okay. He, may, he may have been a mulatto. He may have been mulatto. Uh, people like uh, Christmas Addicts was a mulatto. Yeah. Okay. So right away, there's that. And of course, once again, because there was, wasn't this, 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 this stigma of being with black people. Right. Okay. The interracial uh, carryings on, as it were, that's the wrong word. Okay. Were at a higher level and probably out in the open as well. Yes. Okay. All right. One more fact to go with John Punch. So John Punch, as we know him, and in this and this particular segment, his his name was his surname was Bunch. Okay. B U N C H. Like Ralph Bunch. All right. Is also believed to be the paternal ancestors of the 20th century American diplomat Ralph Bunch. The first African American to win a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We all know Ralph. One of the, one of the first African Americans, I think, that in my young youth, maybe fifth grade, that was a big deal. I was like, wow, this guy's. But actually, no. I, that's when I sort of like, okay, you know, people can make this. So basically, basically Barack Obama's related to Ralph Bunch and his mama. He, Ralph Barack Obama then in some way related to Ralph Bunch, and AKA John Punch, the first. Slave 
prior to Anthony Johnson's John Castor. That's a lot to take in. Man, give us one more before we wrap up. That's here. all I got. That's, That's all I got. got. Those are just some facts that came along, you know, that I was skimming and reading through, and I thought, wow, people don't know this kind of stuff. You know, maybe I should put it out there. You know, like I said, if you you know if you want to dig a little bit deeper, yep. you can always dig a little bit deeper than I did. But um, these are some interesting facts that when I came across, I was like, wow. You know, who was the first black kid born in America? That's amazing. You know, who Never. was and when was he born and who were his parents? Never thought You know, and then that. this guy, Anthony Johnson, popped up. You know, he's the first black uh, person to own property and own another black people. Another black person, okay. Yeah, another black person. And then, yeah. and then, and then now the right wingers want to come in and say that Anthony Johnson is the originator of slaves, of owning slaves. And he's the original guy who owned the first black slave. It's just amazing how they want to twist the facts these days. Yep. Uh, Rewrite history. But remember, you know, we all just don't know that John Castle was not bought or sold. He came with the land. Came with yeah, uh, and once and, again, you know, there was no trade. No one was sell, sailing off the coast of anywhere to get slaves. So the ending thing about John uh, Anthony Johnson, before we go, we're going to wrap this up. Okay. Is that uh, he had one son. Oh, okay. His son owned the property, the farm afterwards. He wasn't as good a farmer as his father. He was killed. Uh, I don't know how they just said he was killed or he died. And as a result, the land went where? Back. Yeah. To the people that originally had it. Yeah. And so the first land, the first landowner was now gone and there were no other black landowners in America. Just that quick. They they were like, we'll take care of that. You know, we'll take care before they get out of hand and thinking they're going to be president one day or something. Well, this is wrapping it up. Some little known facts. Hey, folks. Give us suggestions. I know, and I let me just say this. I know we have some loyal listeners because people have been asking us, when are you going to do this and when are you going to do that? So to that, Steve and I say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The biggest thing we want to say now, tell your friends. Tell your friends. So check these two guys out and see what you got. We're called Just Being Brothers. We say we're the actual baby boomer uh, uh, show for the uh, baby boomers of color, but we're for everybody. And also, so we have me. Big brother Mike. Who else we got? Little brother Steve. And also we got uh, Deuce. Deuce, my Evan. grandson. Yeah, and we call him our associate producer. But Manny. Yeah. Okay. See, see how he had to be. He takes after his granddad. Okay. But Manny, what we say to him is sit down. Okay. So we'll see you guys another time. Just being, but thank you for joining our podcast. Tell your friends and be good. See you next time. Yes. Was that the real?